I'm worried about Jalen Green, man. I'm a little bit worried, a little bit concerned, and it could be just because I'm prisoner of the moment. I, I'm willing to admit that. It could just be a, hey, you're watching it right now. You're seeing what it looks like. I think this was his, was this past game his first without scoring and double digits in I don't know how long. It's been a long time, and I know the game before that scored a bunch of points but took a bunch of shots and wasn't wildly efficient, has been – has just shot shot the ball. We talked about it in previous episodes. This has not shot the ball well lately. And we talked about confidence. We talked about mechanics and all different things that could be a part of it. But just, I, I mean, I just want to ask you again, like at this point, like what should be, what, what would you say should be the level of concern with Jalen Green's play right now? So it, Sunday was the first time all season he hasn't scored in double figures. He right. finished with nine. It was just the second time all year he did not take a free throw. Yeah, so, yeah, and that was the thing. That was the thing that was that was progress in the game, yeah. right? Was was that even when the shots weren't falling, and even when he wasn't wildly efficient, at least it seemed like he had figured something out about his game to where he could get to the foul line and, and be efficient that way, get some shots up that way. Yeah, that was masking some of the shooting issues. Was that he was getting to the line, and so uh, his previous five game, let's see, fourteen trying to add in my head, 26, 30. Uh, he had taken 41 free throws over his previous, you know, five games before. And so, again, that's masking some of the shooting issues when you don't go to the – and part of that and, – and Silas said that he thought he was being aggressive, but, again, it's Gobert, and Gobert changes a lot of what you can do. Uh, and they were pretty aggressive with him. But I, I do think the shooting stuff is a concern. As I said, it does seem like the losing is taking a toll. And it was only a matter of time before that happens. And, you know, he Green said the he had the quote after the second game of the year when they lost to Memphis to go to 0-2. He said, um, and I think I have the quote right, but he says, we're in a rebuild or we're rebuilding, we're in a rebuild, whatever he said. Um, there are no losses with this team. There's wins or there's uh, learning lessons. And at some point, you get tired of the, of the learning lessons. You get tired of the lessons and you want to actually win some games and you get tired of – you know, walking back to the locker room after a game and you just got beat by double digits again. And so it takes a toll. And I don't care how young you are. I don't care what the expectations are. When you lose game after game after game after game, it's going to get tough. And that's the environment that this team has been put in right now just because of how they have decided to go about with the rebuild. And, you know, they have taken, they have basically gone as young as you can possibly go. And you look, Jalen Green was drafted as a 19-year-old. Alfred Shingun was drafted as a 19-year-old. Usman Garuba drafted as a 19-year-old. Uh, Josh Christopher was drafted as a 19-year-old. You look at this past draft. Jabari Smith, 19. Tari Eason, was, he's the old guy. He was 20. Ty Ty Washington was 19. It's really, You have no chance of being successful that way unless you have other vets on the roster. And maybe they thought Gordon would be that, but Gordon hasn't played very well, and he's just been grumpy seemingly, seemingly the entire year. And, and – you know, you wonder a decision here, a decision there, how, you know, like if they, and I don't want to get in, you know, on a, you know, whole thing about the draft and, you know, mistake here, but like, what, what if you draft Andrew Nemhard uh, at 29 and, instead of Ty Ty Washington? And I'm not saying that Andrew Nemhard will ultimately be a better player than Ty Ty Washington, but having a guy who played a lot in college, and I think he played four years and he played at good programs, Nemhard did. How would that change things right now as opposed to a 19-year-old who you are trying to, you know, who's not necessarily the most natural point guard in the world. He's more of, of a combo guy and was at Kentucky. So you're kind of – it's it's really tough. And I do think that they were hoping that Jay Sean Tate would be that guy, and he got hurt. And one injury can kind of derail you like that when you are as young as they are. And Jay Sean Tate, while he's, you know, older, he's been in the league for two years. So again, you have, there's just very little experience on the roster. There's very little know-how on the roster. And I just don't know what people 
were expecting to see with this. This is basically what you thought you would get, or is what, what I thought is basically what I assumed would happen this year. And I, I do think that you hope that Jalen Green would be better. And I do think that it's a bit of a lesson that, hey, don't make too much out of the last month of the season. Don't just because it's the last month of the season is a whole lot different type of intensity than what you get when the season actually starts. So, you know, development isn't necessarily linear. You're seeing it with some of the other rookies from that class. Scotty Barnes has had a bad year in Toronto. He was the rookie of the year last year. You thought this is a superstar who's going to lead a team for a long time. That hasn't happened. Kate Cunningham's been hurt all year. Evan Mobley, you know, he doesn't really have to do a whole lot in Cleveland just because of how that roster is set up. So this is what, this is what happens with young players. You're going to have great moments. You're going to have really bad moments. It's just, can you keep everyone moving in the same direction and keep them in an environment where they're going to get better? Yeah. If, if there's anything that I, that I wasn't expecting or, or was expecting more of like, as far as the result and what the team ultimately has been, I guess, I guess you would say this is exactly what anybody who's followed the team should have been expecting. I think there was a hope where there's just, there is this hope that the in order for the Rockets to get to where they're trying to go, you know, it, it's all about, I mean, going to Jalen Green's actual quote, the one that you mentioned, you know, there are no losses, there's just lessons. Well, knowing that, knowing that the, that there's going to be mostly losses, like, like in terms of the, the result of the game, you were hoping that the lesson would be, oh, this rookie or this second year player figured out this thing and, and made progress here. And, and again, we talked about Jalen Green getting to the foul line a lot better um, the the most previous game, notwithstanding. Uh, and, and that is that does you know show progress in his game and, and how he's diagnosing defenses and, and exactly what he should do, but or exactly how he should attack, which is a you know a major issue I thought when he first first got. Uh, got started as a rookie you know I think he's shown tremendous progress there but yeah man there's there's just that I think that longing for so much more wanting to see so much more especially when um when you're watching him night in night out but you mentioned Jay Sean Tate but let, let me let me just add go, one more thing. go go ahead absolutely it, it's a lot easier to say there are no losses there are only wins in in learning lessons when you're zero and two yeah it's a whole lot tougher to say that when you're 10 and 30 yeah and we talk about Jalen Green's effort and it hasn't always been there this year. And a lot of that is just you're losing night after night after night. It gets to you. And at some point, you're just not going to have the same sort of energy and the same sort of passion. And I think that's what you're seeing from him right now is that there just isn't that passion for the game because they're losing every single every single night. And it's hard to it's hard to get up for games when that keeps happening. Yeah. 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 No, 100 percent, man. And, and you feel like, man, it's just they're just halfway through it and you know uh, one of the things that i kept saying early on when we first started this podcast was that we wouldn't be covering a lot of winning we wouldn't be talking about a lot of games that the rockets won and then sure enough they they started playing really well right around the time we started the podcast it was kind of weird because it's like oh actually here we are talking about another win they beat the suns they beat the sixers they beat the bucks and you know all of this and uh, and then sure enough, everything sort of comes back to reality, you know, and everyone's feet hits the ground and you're like, OK, yeah, no, this is this is exactly what, like you said, this is exactly what we expected it to be. And so I, I, I worry, I would say to go along with my concern about the shooting and the body language and the effort. I mean, if, if the losing is wearing on them and, and is is as big of an issue as it feels like and seems like it is. 
man, I'm worried about the rest of the season because there's going to be a lot more losing. You know, well, it's not, it's not like it's not like there's that switch that they're going to be able to hit to where they're going to start winning a bunch of games or like there's this move that they're going to make all of a sudden to where that's going to be any different. So this is their lot, their lot in life until further notice. Well, they're they, they they're 10 and 30. They've lost seven in a row in 12 of 13. And, and look at the schedule. These four games in California, two yeah. against the Kings, the Lake, the, the Clippers and the Lakers. I mean, those are probably four losses depending on who plays for the L.A. teams. So, I mean, you're staring at 10 and 34 with an 11 game losing skid and what losers of 16 of 17. I mean, that's just that's just the reality of what they are right now. And, you know, maybe guys take a step. Maybe there you know, maybe something else happens, you know, out, you know, some outside force happens. But I mean, this is just what it is at this point. And um, they were they won 20 games last year. They were on a whatever pace, you know, if they would have played the full 82 the year before. I mean, this is this is what you signed up for. I mean, this is what they signed up for. I, there's a reason why they weren't talking about, you know, winning a bunch of games and competing for the play in this year. They knew what this was going to be.